Hello, foodies, and welcome to the Dining on the Dime podcast. We give you the latest foodie news, give you tips to help you save on monthly food budgets, and we'll throw in some recipes and cookie tips, too. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest podcast in the history of our great sport. My name is Kevin Wilson. Jay Cole. Jim Hassan. Tom Barra, Philly Blind Pig. That's right. And we have an exciting show. Well, I'll tell you, before we get started with the show, I got a problem with the announcer. Right. He's promising we're going to give people recipes and tips. We are. Slow down. That's too much like work. <laughs> if I wanted that, I'd <laughs> went to work. Dude. That's why Tom's here. <laughs> now, oh, good. Tom's doing a lift. Okay. I'll go I back just, to eating and drinking. I just want to say hello to our friends in Hudson Valley, New York. It's fr- uh, Monday at 1 p.m. for you guys. Uh, today, uh, to catch people in the first minute, all barbecue. The entire hour will be giving you great information about Philly Blind Pig Barbecue. The three greatest letters in the history of the culinary world. <laughs> That's right. And B- then we're <laughs> BQ. And we are going to focus on nothing but barbecue for this entire hour. Tom Bear is our special guest, award winning barbecue master. Uh, this guy has a resume like you would not believe. He has an event coming up. Tom, tell us about you, the awards you've won, and the event you have coming. Tom, well, tell us how much better you are than everybody else. <laughs> That's exactly how I'm the best. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you put me on the spot because I'm usually not the type of guy that's going to talk about well, myself. Well, talk about I, the awards. Cut really a promo. It'll be great. That. I mean, when it, when it comes to the awards, but um, I've won many awards uh, on the KCBS circuit. I've uh, been competing since uh, 2006, I think was the first time I went out on KCBS, and um you know, unlike some of these other teams, I don't have a ton of, uh, uh, you know, grand championships, but I do have one that sent me out to the, um, you know, American Royal back in 2013 at nice. the Jack Daniels Invitational in Tennessee. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And um, was lucky enough to go to the World Food Championships that year as well as one of the teams selected. But um, the awards come here and there still. I mean, I've been kind of down on my luck the last uh, a little bit of time, but... Still hanging in there. And tell everybody about your incredible website. If you're a barbecue lover, Tom has you covered on his website. He gives you incredible recipes along with great barbecue information. Tell the folks your website. Uh, The website is phillyblindpig.com. And uh, we try to keep it updated. We have a bunch of recipes on there and and tons of pictures, a lot of humorous stuff going on. So please look through it and check out the pictures. And um, we're going to be revamping that very soon and getting uh, some of our our catering things up on there and and things of that nature. So that's going to be rebuilt very soon. Yeah, let's not be giving out like the secret recipes and stuff, man. (laughs) Well, I I have no problem with sharing any recipe I've ever done, you know, even if it's wrong. (laughs) Because I make the mistakes and then I want to you know, tell people what I've done wrong, even. Um, I've been uh, ridiculed for giving out uh, competition recipes and competition timings and, and what I use for smoking. But if somebody else wants to try and do it, go ahead. Maybe they'll do it better. Maybe they won't do it better. But I don't, I don't see any no, problem. No, I, that, I think we know? both know. We talked about this in the parking lot. They're not going to do it better. Well, I think uh, by the end of the show, we want people to throw away their grills. <laughs> Just, just, just call Tom. Just stop. Just yeah. call Tom. Don't hey, cosplay. Don't pretend that ridiculous $9,000 green egg you bought. Sell that on eBay for about 50 bucks because you know you're misusing it anyway. Right. And I want to say hello to our friends. We are not just a local show. We are a national show. Uh, we have regular listeners in Anchorage, Alaska, uh, nice. Missouri. Mom? 
uh, <laughs> pretty much California, San Francisco listens every week. So I just want to to help them. I want you to just talk about the best way to get a hold of you as far as recipes. If you have questions, what email address do you use? Just give his number to him. <laughs> well, there's, on the website, please use that website at phillyblindpig.com, and there's a contact page there nice. that will link because – you know, my, my email changes now and again, and we try to keep it updated yeah, sure. on there. So that's the most accurate. But I'll tell you, social media. So any of the social media, especially Facebook and, and Instagram, uh, we are on there. Philly Blind Pig is the, the heading for both. Nice. Uh, so uh, really, Facebook is where I, I keep up all the information. And, you know. And for our listeners outside the tri-state area, we are going to dig deep into barbecue this hour. You're going to be sharing recipes. We're going to share cooking techniques Etc. But first, Tom has a huge event. It's coming up. Talk about that huge event for the local people. Well, we have our event uh, happening at Dawson Street Pub in, in Maniunk. And um, we try to do something every month. But now that we get into the winter months, you know, we try to bring out the stuff for the winter season. Nice. So I do my version um, of a turducken. Take it or leave it. And it it's is uh, delicious. It's a, you know, more of a, a, a ground meat kind of thing going on with uh, duck confit in the middle, which you guys didn't get because I didn't get to that part yet. But uh, you got a uh, turkin, I think, is what I brought in. <laughs> and it's delicious. But uh, we'll do turducken um, and a bunch of other, uh, you know, our barbecue lasagna is going to be coming back out, wow. which, which people love. And it's really layers of the different barbecue meats, you know, in a lasagna. I mean, that's beautiful. Who would have thought, you know, but people Genius. love it, and it's something that you recognize, and it's tasty. And um, while we have the listeners around the country, talk about some of the recipes that you have on this incredible website. I saw corned beef. There's uh, oh, all kinds ribs. of different. You know, and, and some of those <laughs> recipes actually go back when I was running a blog back in 2009, 2010. And you know, I don't know what other people do to love food. I don't, Jim, you're you're a chef. I mean, you sit at home and. Write stuff down in a notebook. I have a notebook of just <laughs> things that I think are going to work, but have never done them. And I sometimes um, make the mistake of doing them the first time at these events, which is really exciting. So I am sometimes tasting the food for the first time with whoever's coming out. But I have no problem with that. But um, the, the recipes, uh, I, I love playing with food. I love taking an idea that people may already know about and trying to find another way to do it. Um, uh, corned beef ribs doesn't sound too out of the you know, way now. People are doing them. But in 2009, when I wrote that blog, I couldn't find anybody doing corned beef ribs. And I was taking the back ribs from the prime rib cut, yeah. not the big you know, short rib cut. Yeah. I'm taking those back ribs and brining them and turning them into corned beef. And we were calling <laughs> it you know, corned beef on a stick. Right. And then you start smoking them up, and it's... You know, pseudo, you know, pastrami, you know, put Is some pepper and stuff. Is there anything not better on a stick? Uh, <laughs> everything's better on a everything's stick. Everything's better but, on a stick. But things like that, and I tell people, play with your food, have fun. Uh, right. One that went over really well that will be coming back in the in the cold seasons here, maybe at this event a few weeks from now at Dawson, I do a um, a meatball burger that is stuffed with spaghetti, sauce, and cheese, and it's on a garlic knot roll that I found a purveyor that does an incredible soft garlic knot roll, and it's wow. it's spaghetti and meatballs in your hand. I mean, it's not something that you've never seen or haven't grown up with, but it's different. Isn't there somebody exactly. at this table that's been in a meatball competition? Oh, yeah, Jim. Yeah. 
Tim Hassan has uh, been in a meatball uh, competition. Is that the one down in South Philly? The one in uh, the taproom in 19th, and it, and it was a, a, a It was like local... a knife fight, wasn't it? Was like a... <laughs> were, were you at the controversial one? I was one? not at the yeah. controversial oh, one. Gotcha. By the time I got into it, they had already kind of forgotten about it, and some like just some nice woman from uh, you know like the, the, the neighborhood one. Right. It, was, it was kind of cool, actually. Well, let's talk to our I local... the controversial one. I was sitting at Fonty's having coffee <laughs> thinking, oh, man, I'm glad I was no part of that. Oh, I wish I, that was one that I wasn't at because I did a couple of you know a couple of them there, but mm-hmm. um, that that would have been fun. Let's yeah. talk to our local listeners. Talk about the event at Dawson's. Uh, what time? What day? Where can we get it? Sure, the event's going to be uh, November twenty uh, third and twenty fourth. Nice. Um, we're, we uh, we usually um, have slowing the boats, which is an incredible band that plays on Sunday. So. Um, we're going to be uh, working with them again. Uh, at Dawson Street Pub, we try to do a barbecue event every third weekend of the month. That's good So to really, to just put on your calendar. If you want to come out and try some barbecue at any time, uh, pretty much guaranteed, if it's the third weekend of the month, I'm cooking over at Dawson Street Pub. And my, my um, suggestion always is, like, you want to stretch your stomach out before Thanksgiving. <laughs> you yeah, gotta, we're going to do some gotta, videos. It's almost, like, it. it's almost like doing workouts before an event. But, like, yeah, before this is the perfect thing to go to before Thanksgiving. Order those pants a size large <laughs> from Amazon. But talk about, you know, specific, what, what, what can we expect when we go? to the event on the 23rd well they usually let me do a full takeover nice so it's it's really my kitchen um now dawson street pub is known for some uh some veggie dishes and and vegan stuff and wings it happens Ew. so we will have some of that still on the menu Cut the but, down. but all the other things all the burgers are off the menu and it becomes pretty much uh what we decide that i'm going to do and um typically we're always going to have the brisket and the ribs and and chicken but we're also going to have our, our cold weather, uh, weather kind of specials exactly. that I really look forward to. I mean, this is a time that so many uh, cultural foods that you only get to taste this time of year. This is the best time of year for food. Absolutely. Um, and just memories and bring back memories. I, I made a um, – I make party pigs uh, that you might see on my site. Uh, they're little 30-pound pigs that I debone, and then, oh, I, so single then I stuff them. Well, my idea was serve a lot of people <laughs> – Without having them get a hundred pound pig and have to be outside, if you could put that on your table no, and still right. serve That's... a bunch of people, uh, it, it, I thought it was a great party idea. It is. I've been to events like that, um, and you know somebody's outside with like a ninety pound hog, yeah. and that means the party is always sort of—I don't want to say separated, but you know what I mean. You've got people, the smart people like me, are hanging around by the pig, right? And then you've got all the people <laughs> inside that are like, "Oh, this chips and dip is great," and I'm like. Okay, I'm having crackling. Let me know what you're having. I used to I used to live in Newtown Square next to Luigi and Giovanni's, and every weekend they would do the the suckling pig. Yeah. just and I, and I could I lived close enough to smell it. I would literally like float there. <laughs> I didn't touch the ground between my house and it's the like place. It's like the cartoon with oh, yeah. Bugs Bunny. He's following the cat <laughs> yeah. smell. And I'll tell you right now, my first experience with a real pig, you know, uh, was at a shoprite. Uh, oh. They had a, a pig roast, and it was pretty interesting. And it was a real pig. Yeah, it was a real pig. That's right. what I was right. That's what, you know, it wasn't like the pig equivalent of crab with a K, was it? <laughs> like muskrat that had been sprayed pink. Right, a Philly blind pig barbecue of, on all social media platforms. Uh, let's get more into. We have a couple minutes left in our segment. Talk more about Dawson's uh, Pub, which is outstanding. In uh, it, it's a great pub. I mean, uh, I. I I want people to come anyway, but third right. weekend of the month is best because I'm there. But uh, has one of the best beer menus. 
that you're going to have around. Uh, first bar in Philly to put yards on a hand pump. Nice. Ooh. So there's some history there, and they, uh, to this day they still have ESA on the pump. Nice. But uh, but Dave's done a great job of bringing in a, a craft beer that you don't see at every bar you walk I in. I desperately wanted so, to say yeah. I hadn't heard from yards, but I know like Tom had texted me immediately with the middle finger emoji <laughs> and then like the punched in the face emoji. Yeah, but I'll oh. tell you what, Dawson's Pub is outstanding. I gave them a rave review when I went there and blogged about them. So it's a great time. Tom, uh, Philly Blind Pig Barbecue is going to be there the 23rd of November and the 24th. That's right. And that he'll be taking over the kitchen. And this is great stuff. Uh, One other thing I want to just throw out there real quick is when you go to Facebook, you can tag these things as events in your Facebook feed. So it's not like you're at work and then all of a sudden your phone beeps and you're like, oh, I should be at Dawson's eating dead pig. What you should do is is put it there so that a day ahead of time, you know, oh, I got to totally lie to everyone I work with and tell them somebody died or something so I can get out of here (laughs) and get into Dawson's and get food. And And you also get ads for everything else related to barbecue. That's not a bad thing. No, no, it's not. And the whole menu is great at Dawson's. I mean, very much. You know, from top to bottom, it's a great spot. Uh, you can see Blind Philly Blind Pig Barbecue there, November twenty third and the twenty fourth. Follow them on all social media platforms. Philly Blind Pig, right? That's right. PhillyBlindPig.com, and that'll actually link you to all the other social media. But I'm, you know, I don't blend. I'm easy to find. Look, <laughs> look up Philly Blind Pig. I usually show up first. And you know. uh, just want to let our listeners. Tom's a hard guy to miss. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> I want to let our listeners know outside the tri-state area that segments two, three, and four will cover barbecue in general. So if you're listening outside of the tri-state area. We're going to cover all phases of barbecue. When we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about how you order barbecue. Exactly. (laughs) We're going to talk all things barbecue today, including recipe and cooking techniques uh, for the rest of the show. Then we'll plug the Dawson's appearance at the last segment. Right now, let's take a break. If you, your family, or friends are planning a visit to Philadelphia, then go to www.phillyrestaurantreviews.com. And take our audio food tour, where we show you where to find the real best in Philly restaurants without the tourist traps of other food tours. The average price of a Philly food tour is $40 per person. Our tour, only $5. And you can put it on up to five separate devices. This saves a family of five an average of $195. Thank you, William. That's William, our announcer. He's been in radio That's thirty. That's the greatest voice. You know, I'm ready to do. It really is. I'm ready to do whatever you said. I got money. Let's. That was awesome. Wow. Thank yeah, you. and William has been in radio for over thirty years. I, I couldn't tell. And I just want to let everyone know, dining on a dime at yahoo.com. If you have anything for William in, uh, you know, in radio or podcasting, you can contact dining on a dime at yahoo.com. Now, you you guys are cool and all, but. I want him to come back in here and announce me. I want that voice to Can announce me. Can you have him just tell us a story, like a bedtime story? Yeah, well, or that. He, he, I mean, he, I, I was mesmerized. He is awesome. The, he is the Luther Vandross podcast. <laughs> I, I got to tell you. I mean, that, that was awesome. I loved it. So, uh, Tom, let's talk a little bit about the food you brought today. How do you prepare? Where do you get your inspirations from? <laughs> inspirations. That's scary. I don't well, know. I, I, I am not joking about having a notebook full of uh, recipes that I think might work and things that might go together. Nice. Like um, candy pork rinds you are going to see really oh. soon at Dawson Street Pub. That's awesome. But, um, 
I don't know. I it's something. It's, it's usually what I like to eat. Nice. You know, it, it's going to be fatty. It's going to be really bad for you. It's going to be tons of bacon and whatever else butter, and that's what I do. Right. And <laughs> what I love about uh, the Philly Blind Pig Barbecue is. You really come up with some great ideas. I mean, th- uh, there is some combos that I've seen on your website that I've never seen before. We have a lot of listeners that are trying to learn cooking. They're not professionals. I feel like it's us fat men who who really are like pushing the, the envelope here. Absolutely. Well, it is That's the sacrifice right. I make carrying an additional 180 pounds. Well, you don't know how many bad inventions I have to eat before sure. I put them on there. As good. That makes sense, though. Yeah, sure. John is going to have his segment now. John? One of the things I wanted to talk about is how to order barbecue. Now, I'm not going to tell you what to order because you get whatever you like. I don't care. I mean, that I don't care. But barbecue is a little bit peculiar in the culinary world, where it's a little bit on demand, and it's a little bit a reservation. And I don't mean making a reservation to sit in a place. I've been to several places in and around Jersey, Philly, PA. We're the only ones that seem to think I can walk into a barbecue place five minutes before they close, and every single thing on the menu will still be there. Uh, I've been to Austin, I've been to Tulsa, Oklahoma, I've been to California, I've been to Florida. Everybody seems to understand that barbecue is like a first-come, first-serve. And Tom will back this up. There's only so many racks he can do. I would actually tell you, if you can walk into a barbecue joint, and they have the full menu set and they're ready to close, I would question it. Exactly. I, exactly. I, I would do my homework on that place. <laughs> wow. Now, I don't want to put places down that do that. And they're like, Tom, come on, we do it. But it's not an easy thing to do, and that means you are going to be serving things the next day. or, yeah. you know. So, yeah, barbecue joints make stuff for the day. Yeah, it's fresh. It's, you That's know, what makes it great. I mean, okay, I did an entire show about taking leftover barbecue and turning it into breakfast, and it's great. Don't oh, get me wrong. I mean, you know, like like you start throwing some brisket in an omelet or something, it's delicious. Well, well also, certain things, I still swear that, that smoked ribs, barbecued ribs, the next day yeah. taste even better. The smoke does something. It, it, yeah. it all blends together, and um, not not every barbecue food's like that, but I, I have no problem with ribs the next day reheat. No. But um, I've got some people adding me on social media, different platforms or whatever. And I'm not going to name names because I don't think people mean it to be negative. But they're frustrated. They've gone to places that we've talked about on the show, uh, friends of ours, uh, 10, 15 minutes before closing. And they're out of brisket. They're out of ribs. And my response, like Tom just said, yeah, they should be. Um, (laughs) If you really want something that badly... Barbecue's a little bit different. Look, if you want a McRib sandwich, you go right ahead. McDonald's has their factory pumping that thing out, plankton, Play-Doh, whatever the heck it is. Whatever animal that is that whatever is now extinct. Whatever animal that is, it is not, they're just banging that thing out. I don't really consider it ribs. I don't really consider it barbecue. But if you like the sandwich, eat it. However, most barbecue places are not McDonald's. They're not some monstrous factory out in the middle of nowhere where they're putting out like a zillion Chicken McNuggets an hour or whatever it is. These are people that are painstakingly selecting the cuts of meat, going over them in some cases with like a magnifying glass to find the perfect cut, perfect temperature, perfect time. 
barbecue is way more sorcery than a lot of other culinary fields. You have to sort of use the force a little bit. And I know that's really hard and frustrating. Um, and that's why some of you people that are out there cosplaying as barbecue pitmasters, please stop that. Uh, Halloween is over. Um, I get it. I, I like to dress as an astronaut. Uh, I like to dress as Captain Kirk. So, some even come with the accent, and you know yeah. they didn't even grow up in the South. It's like, well, wait a minute. Come on now. He well, watched I, a little too much Justin Wilson as a kid. I, 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 you know what? If I went to Brett Z's job and tried to sell insurance out of his mom's basement, I'd buy it. He'd be upset, oh. right? No, Brett Z is our resident Yelp guy. We, if there is a Brett Z, we feel bad. Jim and I kick this guy around every week. Yelp elite, whatever. That means he's got the nice room at his mom's house. Uh, whatever. My point is this. Um, when you order barbecue, first of all, know the place you're going to order it from. Uh, Famous Dave's is the exception, not the rule. There's not a ton of barbecue chain places for a reason. Uh, I know Arby's has got the meat. And if you want to go to Arby's for lunch, go ahead. But if you're going to real barbecue, you've got to understand a few things. First of all, you've got to be open-minded and patient, right? Uh, you've got to understand that when the temperature drops 30 degrees in a night, the product is going to taste a little different than the last time you had it. That doesn't. That's not the fault of, of, of the pit master. That's nature. This is cooking outside, um, also most barbecue places I know run into this where they will tell you it's first come first serve when the ribs are done, they're done when the brisket's done, they're done. So if a place is known for its brisket or known for whatever, well, call ahead, place an order or get there early enough. Don't expect to show up whenever you want to. And when they don't have what you're looking for, go into Karen mode. <laughs> We've talked about this before. Barbecue is about as far from Karening as you can get. It's the exact diametrically opposed. My, my goal in life is to be the guy that holds the sign up at Michael Strauss's uh, Mike's Barbecue and that says sold out. Not only because I I got the last order of ribs, <laughs> but because I can look behind me and see the, the sadness in the people's eyes that didn't get the True ribs. True story. Tony Luke and I did a YouTube thing in Mike's, and there was a kid. Mike locked the door, and that's when we did the show. And Mike held a little back so Tony and I could have something to eat and put on the you know. There was a kid just looking through the window, and I felt so bad. And he's watching. He's a scrawny kid, too. And he he's watching 300-pound me uh, shoving all this food into my mouth. And I know the kid's thinking, man, I'm going to get a hoagie again. And he's just, like, so sad because he got there too late. So all jokes aside, please, first of all, you got to be way more understanding. The same way barbecue requires way more than salt, pepper, in the oven, out, slice, and eat. Barbecue has about another 80 steps between into the oven and out of the oven than your chicken or your meatloaf or whatever the heck you're making. And second of all, you, I understand we live in a world where everybody's got these, you know, networked Internet boxes that you can say clap your hands and a big box store sends you everything eight minutes after you order it and it costs next to nothing. That's not the real culinary world. That's the real corporate world. In the culinary world, real people are, you know, sharing their passion, their 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 energy, their art through their music. I don't care if it's pizza. Um, I don't care if it's barbecue, which we're talking about today. I don't care if it's other kinds of food. Stop expecting everything to be available 
all the time, everywhere, if that's who you are as a person, and I'm certainly not shying anyone away from any independently owned business, but if you're the kind of person that can't understand, well, this pizza shop is out of pepperoni because they close in 10 minutes. This barbecue place is done with brisket because they sold out at 2 and now it's 6.30 and you're banging on the door. Um, the bakery. If you're a bakery, they only make so many rolls in a day. They only have so much space. When you show up late or they have a batch that burned and they don't have the rolls that day, get something else. Um, otherwise, just spend your life at the Mega Mart <laughs> because the Mega Mart has limitless factory and resources and they're doing a million of everything. When I worked at the bakery, it was, it was always, do you have the fresh day old products? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. That's, you're asking for two different things. <laughs> we sent and, that down to the dollar store. Yeah. You can get that. It's right down the block. I, you know, sorry, let me go in the bag. Let me go in the bag. It just, the, the shipment just came in. I, I always feel bad because it's almost like my segment on the show becomes scolding. And I hate to do that. You think so? It, you don't know. <laughs> I still get people like, man, I, I, so I can never complain to the manager about everything because we shredded Karening pretty good. Yeah. You're making and, me nervous. Yeah. I'm not trying to figure out where I'm going next. I, uh, <laughs> no, and, and I've told you before, if you go to a place and you spend money and there's a legitimate, and I cannot accent this enough, legitimate issue, you should quietly ask to speak to a manager, whatever. You Karens know what I'm talking about. You come straight from Supercuts with your $5 haircut, and you look to make somebody's life miserable. Yes. Because the scale didn't give you the number you wanted. <laughs> My scale uh, never gives me the number I want. It's the truth, though. And they take it out on people. You know, who you know somebody who's maybe making $28 a day when all is said and done. And now, all of a sudden, he's got to be Karen's therapist. Listening to her story about, do you know what it means to me to get tea? No, Karen, I don't. Do you want the tea or not? And more so than other foods, this is the barbecue thing. You have to understand who you're dealing with, where you're going, and what you're getting. Tom and Jim, we'll talk about this a little bit more in some of the other segments. Right. But patient, the same way they do everything low and slow with patience, you have to have the similar patience when ordering food. If you go to a place and they don't have what you want, go back the next day. Try something else. And uh, one more thing real quick, uh, for our local listeners that want to come see Tom Barra, uh, Philly Blind Pig Barbecue, uh, the address is 100 Dawson Street in Roxborough, Pennsylvania. That's it. Uh, that is where Dawson's Pub is, uh, Dawson Street Pub. Uh, he will be there with this terrific barbecue November 23rd. And 24th. What day of the week? Is that like a Saturday and a Sunday? Yes. Right. Okay. And it's at Dawson Street Pub, 100 Dawson Street in Roxborough. We have everything ready by 1 p.m., and we actually serve until sellout or midnight. So, right. oh, so wow. we're not doing a show on the 24th. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> or if we are, we're doing it from Dawson. We'll do it from Dawson's. Yeah. Yeah, it's just chomping. You and know, we can do that. We have yeah. the ability. Well, the interesting thing, if I have a second to go yeah, on with no, that, go ahead, because it goes off of what you were just talking about, where, where places uh, that sell out, people shouldn't be upset at it. The one cool thing and, and the relationship that I have with Dave at Dawson Street is that we go to make enough food for everyone that's coming in because the beginning of the next week, he's making tacos with the brisket yeah. and he's doing uh, chicken. Right. You know, we, we actually will we'll smoke uh, 
you know, long hots. Uh, we actually make Margaret, you know, um, uh, Bloody Marys with long hots. You're gonna have some long hots. We're driving but, separately, man. But we'll, we'll smoke that stuff. We'll smoke the the garlic that he's going to use for the week for the hummus yeah. and 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 things like that. So the relationship that that I have with them allows me to have enough food for everybody because I know it's not going to go to waste. Nice. And uh, one more thing: segments three and four will both talk about the cooking methods. And different types of recipe types. Fire and, and smoke. Segment four. <laughs> Done. Let's go to the I bar. Think the best thing, I think the best thing about barbecue is it, it, transcend, <laughs> it transcends, like, you know, you can have, like, a Chinese barbecue, a Korean barbecue. You can have oh, Italian about, barbecue. Uh, you know, like, like it transcends all the different. Up in North Jersey, we've told you're absolutely right. Yeah. We talked about Robert Cho. A few years back, he did Korean barbecue in Philadelphia, and people had no idea what it was. Now the guy's like one of the biggest barbecue names oh, up ab- in North absolutely. Jersey. And you can do hybrids. I mean, I, I've had the pulled pork sandwich. A good pulled pork sandwich <laughs> with kimchi is yeah. incredible. Nice. And, nice. and, you know, it's just a, instead of putting the coleslaw or whatever on there, the kimchi, the spicy that kimchi awesome. on a pulled pork sandwich is great. See, and that's the thing. Just a slight, like, uh, a slight change on the dial of opening your perception a little bit. Yeah. Everybody's seen coleslaw on a pulled pork sandwich, right? Nice. The second you put that off and put kimchi on, all of a sudden, oh, you're changing my world. Absolutely. I am, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's right. take a break. And when we come back, it's going to be my Philly dish. And then we're going to get back into barbecue. Good. You can follow Dining on a Dime on Facebook at facebook.com. That's uh, forward slash Dining on a Dime, the number one. On Twitter at Dining on a Dime, the number one. Instagram, KJW1972. And for sponsorship opportunities, starting as low as $200 per episode, email us at diningonadime at yahoo.com. Wilson here from Dining on a Dime with this week's edition of My Philly Dish on Indie Philly Radio, your source for the latest food and beverage news and events in and around the Philadelphia region. Christmas Village in Philadelphia, presented by Bank of America, opens daily starting on Thanksgiving Day, which is Thursday, November 28th. To coincide with Philadelphia's annual Thanksgiving Day Parade, the open-air Christmas market will remain open through Christmas Eve, which is Tuesday, December 24th. A preview weekend will take place on November 23rd and 24th. For the 100th consecutive year, the Party on the Parkway returns on November 28th, 2019, and this year's parade will include a 103-foot Birthday cake float. What? <laughs> that will debut in its entirety on the in the parade on Thanksgiving Day. Edible. Tis, tis the season for giving back. And this year, Square 1682 and Red Owl Tavern are doing just that. During Friends Giving, November 14th through the 30th, both restaurants are donating a portion of sales from select specialty items to No Kid Hungry a national campaign to end childhood hunger. And finally, Townsend, the highly acclaimed French restaurant that recently moved from East Passyunk to Rittenhouse Square, celebrates its new location with the launch of a stellar happy hour program, which is available Tuesdays through Fridays from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. at the bar and surrounding high tops. 
Now let's get back to the show. Well, can I real, real quick, <clears throat> not to go John Howard Fusco on people, but um, uh, yeah, we get enough of that from him. <laughs> there was like a huge, huge news this week that uh, speaking of Mike Strauss from Mike's Barbecue, they took over the Sidecar Bar. Yeah, yeah. them and um, and the guys from um, Stockyard. Stockyard. Yeah, and full disclosure, I absolutely love like it's one of my favorite spots, the Sidecar Bar, bar and Grill. I really and, 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 and apparently, and I, I'm not from the area. I don't. I have friends that are in the area, and they said it had kind of gone downhill, and they're super psyched about this whole oh, situation. Oh, they should be, because that is a and, great And they, they hit the ground running. I mean, they're already uh, you know, putting their input in The food in is excellent, and the location is great in South Philly. That's a good point. I agree. Well, I love that place. I do, used too. to the go there a lot. Part. It did start going downhill slightly, but um, it was still a very cool joint to hang out in. And I tell you what, I had some of the best grits, and I know it sounds weird, but I love cheese grits, and I had oh, some yeah. of the best grits well, there. I mean, at the sidecar, I thought it was outstanding. Well, well you know the food's going to get good now, because oh, yeah. he says he's not going to have his, his barbecue there, but now he can expand. Yeah, and, you so know, they're going to call this one like the stock car now, right? Yeah, <laughs> stock car. Okay, this segment is going to focus on our listeners beyond the tri-state area. Let's talk about barbecue cooking, barbecue techniques, preferences. Before we get started, let me just yeah. throw out one thing too, because. So we're talking about barbecue, and literally someone just mentioned to me about this on Twitter, so I'll clarify it. Yes, our friends, Jim House, Pork Island Barbecue. Yes. There will be more of an announcement, but, you know, because oh, we're going to focus on that. Show, yeah, I heard about this. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it later. I'll go down and see him, all that good stuff. We want to kind of broaden we'll the horizon remote. But I want to mention yeah. he will Great be news. opening in 2020. Great news. A, brook, a brick and mortar. We talked about, uh, will he have a trailer? Will he have a food truck? Whatever. He's uh, he's in a space in Ocean City, New Jersey. Um, I'm so excited um, about that. They're going to get a major barbecue upgrade in 2020 down the shore. Yeah. Um, we will talk about that. Oh, we'll bring him in on another show. We'll Jim, bring him in. Jim House is that a friend is of the show. I just yeah. had a few people mention. Oh it, no, like, he's a big friend of our show. You know, he'll come in here and we'll give him the whole hour yeah, to talk and, about and that. He'll That's answer great. your questions. So I appreciate you guys getting at me. And Absolutely. Getting the show. Um, we always encourage people at Dining on a Dime. Get at us if we miss something. If you don't think you know, get at us. Absolutely. We, uh, but I'm aware. I've talked to Jimmy. Uh, he's excited about doing We're, it. Uh, we'll get more information. We will later. promote Jimmy heavily because that is great news. He well, brought. I, I was I was wondering where he was going with yes. that because yeah. I follow. I got him on on social media. I didn't know it was going to be uh, a brick and mortar. I, I don't know. If, and I, I don't want to put any words in his mouth. I don't know if he knew. It was oh, gotcha. Okay. okay. Uh, we Dave and I had talked about uh, food trucks, and uh, you know, I guess they're working now out of a trailer and blah blah blah. And I think everybody would like a brick and mortar, but let's be honest: yeah. finding a landlord you can partner <laughs> with and not paying seventeen thousand infants a month. No, seriously, uh, yeah. and, and you know, it's. It's, it's hard. It's funny. I think a lot of people who have brick and mortars want to do a food truck, and a lot of people who are in food trucks want to do a yeah. brick and mortar. You know mortar. what? The last year, last full year of my food truck consultation, the number of, we'll say, real places, brick and mortar physical buildings that were like, oh, man, I want to get out there on the street again. And I'm like, you know what? Everybody who's out here on the street dying when it's 100 degrees, 30 degrees, Absolutely. they'd really be happy to have like a thermostat and a bathroom. Right. Parking <laughs> permits and all that. Parking not, permits. Not, I'm going to have to talk to you later away from this because <laughs> I've been dying to have some sort of a trailer and get out there and that's do him. more than just the tent pop-up, which, I, which I'm yeah, licensed that's to do. I'll tell you right now. You hand the ball off to him I'll on that. tell you right now, a lot of people are finding that they want to try a new concept or they want to go in a different direction. And I spoke very briefly a year ago to Jose Garces about this, and he was talking about food trucks are so much more 
uh, affordable, then, well, I've got this great idea. Let me build out a restaurant and see if it works. Yeah, sure. When you're Jose Garces, you'll always find <laughs> yeah. an investor, right. right? He's an iron chef, the guy's on TV. But everybody else that's not on TV, good-looking, talented dude uh, like me, is, is probably stuck. Yeah, sure. Um, and a food truck is sort of that way, trailer, some kind of thing where you can go where the people are. You can get them your food. And Jimmy House is a friend of the show. We're going to be 1,000% helping him promote that brick and mortar. So thanks, everybody. I really appreciate yeah, you guys getting absolutely. into the show, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And like Thank Michael you. Strauss, like as, as much success as he's had at his place, still is out there with his little the little trailer. Yeah. And his, things I like was that. one of those people that was super fortunate. Like the second, third time he was out with his trailer, I'm like, Mike, you're doing barbecue? Yeah. And, you know, and I was super fortunate. And I said, you know, Mike, is, they're like the taproom guy. <laughs> and I'm like, whatever he's done before, now he's doing pizza. And so yeah, they're like, the barbecue guy's doing yeah. pizza. So I'm wondering, like, two, three Damn years him. from now, well, when he's doing, like, brunch, people are going to be like, the Detroit pizza guy's doing brunch. Well, he's one of them guys that I see just just move along. Uh, yeah. when he, before he opened his barbecue, he used to come up to Dawson, hang out, try my barbecue. Mm -hmm. we I think he lives up there. He lives the up that way. So yeah, I, I know he does. Very way, right? close to Dawson. But let's wrap it up oh, to beyond the tri-state area. Tom Bear, if I come to you and you, I tell you, Tom, I need the best dish you got. What is your favorite thing to cook? Oh, wow. Um, what is so your sta Standard barbecue, my favorite thing to cook is brisket. Great. Tell us okay. some, some more um, about brisket. Br brisket, I, I think I like to cook it because I found that it's not as scary as everybody <laughs> thinks. Uh, it, it's actually a, a simple... Uh, cut of meat to cook if you're patient and just let it go. I don't care what kind of cooker you have. I mean, you can cook in a box outside if you can control the temperature and just leave the meat alone. And, and it's going to get tender no matter what. You don't need Wagyu. You don't need any of that stuff. It's just a very long cook. And at the end of the cook, you're going to want to wrap it and let it just sit for at least three hours. I'm a paper wrapper guy. <laughs> I've just been doing that for a long time. But, uh, you know, you wrap it and you just let it rest and you're going to have a great product. Um, you can get into temperatures. You know, you take the brisket out at 205 or, or 198. It truly, though, is when the meat's ready. You have to touch it and feel that it's ready. You have to be able to put, you know, a knife in it or a toothpick and it feels tender. So there's a lot more than just following a recipe and, 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 and doing that. But if, you, if you're patient with a big cut of meat like that, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Just okay. let it go. I mean, do you feel that way, Jim? I mean, you're yeah, chef. I no, mean, I, a chef. I, yeah. I think that uh, one of the things that people at home don't get is the, 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 the part about resting. Yeah, okay. that's that's super important and people just want to like take it right off the grill and then start serving it and like you got to let that meat rest it's, and then when you think about red meat you always think that people understand that a little bit and i try to say well it's the same thing yeah i mean it's not going to be medium rare the blood's going back in but all those juices are going back in and the collagens the small yeah. you know the collagen's got to break down still and they're turning into gelatin and that's what you're waiting that's for that's the kind of stuff we're looking for yeah. so tell us more about that kind of thing what about the cooking t uh, method like uh how long should they cook something because I'm eating your it's slow your, and low, your turkey, yeah, low and slow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, that is the most moist piece of meat I think I've ever had. How do they get it that way? What do you recommend? I do magic with that. I don't even want to tell <laughs> you. What I'm I not, put on he that. recommends you give him a anything. check and he'll hand you some food. <laughs> it, it is it is literally <laughs> melting in my mouth. Yeah, well, it's really good. I mean, it's amazing. If, if you're going to have something that it, it's going to be tender, uh, barbecue is the best method to do that. And barbecuing or smoking, slow cooking. 
So you're putting it at a low temperature for a long period of time. You know, it sounds like the same thing you'll read in any barbecue book, but once you get out there and try it, you start understanding it. You know, you got to be patient. Right. You know, people think they're going to throw, like they're making a hamburger, and they're going to throw ribs on and be done in two hours. I mean, a good rib is going to take four to six hours. Nice. You know, uh, and a brisket's going to take, well, take 13 to 20 hours, depending on, what temperature you're cooking at? Nice. I mean, we got these hot shots out there now doing the hot and fast. So they're cooking at 350 to 380 degrees. I mean, that's an oven temperature. Yeah. And they're making barbecue. Um, and it's good. I've tried it, but uh. a real barbecue to get that tenderness. You don't I have mean, to be nice you know. here. You can say it's trash. We'll be fine. <laughs> but the problem is, it's not. It's not my method. But these guys are winning awards and doing their thing, which brings me to another. Story altogether oh, about oh, judges. Don't even start me do, on judging. Do us a favor. Go um, off on the judges. Um, but <laughs> that's great radio. Well, I'll tell you, you right know, now. I'm a judge, and most of that stuff is professional wrestling. It's all staged. <laughs> well, with the judging, yeah. I mean, I just don't understand how. Uh, you know, I feel like I can make the best brisket. You know, and it's like I don't know Aaron Franklin, whoever. You're looking. It's a beautiful brisket. The brisket he cooks. If you take Aaron Franklin's, take it away from me, and you put that into a competition, and it gets low scores. Because it's not pot roasty. Right. Like these guys that are making this pot roasty barbecue, you know, will win, depending on judging, though. See, I'm, I'm you know, it's, it's just as up and down. But we're talking home people, the people at home that want to yes, cook food. The people at home. I mean, I, it's just patience. Um, you don't have to get the most expensive grill. I mean, they're out there. They're, they're ex- you, you can do a uh, propane grill. I smoked <coughs> on that for years. Real quick, like, as far as judging. Is there a Tom like, Berger? Oh, judging. All right. Do you prefer if it's like, People judging or like like experts right. judging. Okay, now my thoughts on that. I prefer people judging because then I can cook food like I'm going to serve the people. Yep. And I can, and then that's what I love to do outside of here. When I'm I'm vending and doing pop ups and catering, that's what I'm cooking. I want those kind because because when you cook for the judges in competition, which I still love to do. I wouldn't serve you that stuff. I mean, I, I'm you know people hate when someone will come out and say this, but competition cooks that win awards will always tell you this is award winning. Come out of here and taste it. But I wouldn't cook that way. Yeah, basically typically for for everybody. There's extra salt. There, there, there's MSG sometimes. There's things that you put in there that'll make someone take one or two bites and go, "Wow, this is better than the one I just bit. This is outstanding." And you still got to be very good at, at getting everything cooked properly. But judging the real competition, judging and cooking is so different. So I like I'd that. rather cook for the public and have them enjoy the food. Nice. Well, as someone who's judged comp food competitions of different kinds, including barbecue, are you, you are a certified judge? No, I'm not a certified judge. Certifiable, but not certified. Oh, certified. That's okay. the problem. Um, one of the things I've noticed is this: a lot of judges have an agenda before they even get to the thing. And by agenda, I don't mean they're picking someone to win. They, in their mind, have an idea. This is the flavor profile that's the best. And I've seen it over and over and over again. I've done burgers. I've done pizza. I've done barbecue. I've done chili. And I think every judge should remember, you should be tasting what's best on that day for what it is. You know what something is supposed to taste like. Um, If you like, you know, if you like your pulled pork slathered in hot sauce, don't give the winner to the person with the spiciest pulled pork. Give the win to the person with the best pulled pork. And when you eat it, throw some jalapenos on there for yourself. And I think that 
food competitions used to be more a closed society. Guys like Tom, a few other kind of like real tradesmen, craftsmen, artists. Now, I think in 2017, I judged in 52 weekends, 36 food competitions uh, of all different kinds. And everybody I've noticed, the, the event organizer or host has an agenda. It's a meatball competition. It's a pizza competition. It's a barbecue competition. Beyond that, the judge should really not be told anything other than pick the best piece of meat that day. Don't pick the thing that, well, meets these rules and criteria. And of all the judging organizations, and I'm certainly not singling them out and I'm not disrespecting them, but the Kansas City Barbecue Society judges have a collective opinion of what things should taste like. And I'm going to tell them right now, I don't care how prestigious they are. You're mistaken. What it should taste is good. And, right. you know, this perfect example of pot roast. Well, then you should be judging a pot roast competition. <laughs> um, I, you know, it should be falling off the bone. Well, no, no, it shouldn't. It's not Asobuco. If you want to do that, then do an Asobuco competition. Right. Um, there's certain things, and Tom really hit on it. He's a, he's a tradesman. He's a businessman. Yeah, sure, he loves cooking barbecue, but he's selling it. He's not Mother Teresa giving it away. That's right. how he, takes, he feeds his family. All right, well, let's take our last break. We'll be back with Tom Barra, award-winning barbecue master, uh, phillyblindpig.com. We'll take our last break, and we'll come back with more barbecue. For more details and information on what's happening in and around Philly, check out Philly Bite Magazine online at phillybite.com. Or tune in to Dying on a Dime on the My Philly Dish Hour, Tuesdays through Fridays at 11 a.m. Right here on IndyPhilly.com. Okay, we are back with our special guest, Tom Barra, award-winning. Oh, we're still fired up. Award-winning, <laughs> award-winning barbecue uh, master. He's going to be at Dawson Street Pub. Which is an outstanding place. You get that address, Ken? November 23rd and 24th. It's at 100, 100. Dawson Street in Roxborough, which is one of my favorite sections. I used to live up near Roxborough. Uh, great barbecue is going to be served November 23rd and 24th, starting at 1 p.m. 1 o'clock. From Tom Barra. The, now, you can go and have award-winning barbecue. Uh, on November 23rd and 24th. <laughs> but uh, that's the point I'm trying to make is, oh, hey, yeah. uh, this ain't regular barbecue. This guy has competed yeah. in some of the <laughs> toughest barbecue uh, competitions, and he has won. Think about that. You have a chance to not just get regular barbecue. You have a chance to get award-winning barbecue, Tom Barra, Philly Blind Pig Barbecue. Uh, let's get more into barbecue Wait. and then we're... We're not filming right now. Right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, but good because I'm blushing. It's like, come on. It's like, what the hell? Well, because I actually I, I'm a, a guy that loves to cook barbecue. But my food, my food, my foodie friends and the foodies Absolutely. that listen okay. to the show are looking for something different. You know what I mean? You can go and you're not just a regular guy cooking barbecue. You, you are an award winner, just like Jim House. Uh, award yeah, these winning. are guys that have kind of these you know, are guys cut who their have teeth in competitions. These not, are guys who have conquered that. We don't just bring anybody on the show. We are bringing in people that are at the top of the game. Jim House was in the studio. We're not bringing Jim House in unless he's very, very good at what he does. I once won nachos from Sancho Pistola's. <laughs> was that the thing? That's with, why you're here. <laughs> was that the thing with the saltine crackers and the craft <laughs> slices? But, but the reason I make that point is because a large uh, 
audience of our listeners are big time foodies, and I want to make sure they know that you're not just a regular guy. You are an award winner. <laughs> you're an irregular guy. You're, no, I, but you're not just a regular barbecue guy. You have won some I'm, prestigious I'm, I'm, award. Yeah, and I'm pretty happy with you know truly. No, they're going to go with out my whole way. resume thing. So I'm sitting pretty next happy to me is the it. low point um, of his barbecue career. <laughs> well, well, I'm going to tell people now because it's just so it gets out there. If you ever want to see what what the whole behind the scenes and what barbecues like, I was in a uh, documentary in 2013 called American Smoke. I don't know if you guys saw that. That's great. Um, that's on Amazon Prime Video or something. You, you, you can ca- up there. you can catch it now. The the guys who did it, uh, Mitch uh, Sinati of um, of Dirt Productions actually opened a restaurant up in Croydon. He smoke uh, smoke um, what what is the um, 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 smoke gear smoker head barbecue. Nice. Sorry, and he's up there doing his thing now. But he did a whole documentary and followed a bunch of us around, and that's they awesome. just liked my antics. And I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty proud of it. I mean, that's you should be proud. Uh, uh, but but it shows a lot of if anybody really wants to know what the barbecue is, is, is like and what happens behind the scenes and what do all these fat the guys do damage. sitting around, <laughs> go watch because it's hilarious and incredible to see everyone with different opinions doing the same t- kind of cooking. But uh, and that's why I that's, wanted to mention. To our foodies, because we have a ton of foodies listening to the show. Our, a large part of our listening audience is oh. hardcore foodies. I want to make sure they know that you're you're a, oh. you're a champion. Oh. You know what I mean? So that's going to be at Dawson Street Pub, 100 Dawson Street in Roxborough, November 23rd and 24th. Tom says that the food will be ready by one. One o'clock. And if uh, it's not, but don't take his word for it. Don't take his word for it. You go ready, there. Go wait there. longer. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> if it's not ready at one, don't at me, Karen. Just right. wait till he wait tells longer. you it's time to eat. Right. So It'll be worth here, it. You, here's what I want to tell people. What usually happens if you come in and I don't have it ready, what I do have ready is usually being comped and brought out to you because I feel bad about it. So oh, how about that? hope I'm not ready. Right. <laughs> so now, see, that's classy. And usually once William Murphy leaves, that's pretty much that's, <laughs> that's the a, end of our class. Yeah, the only exactly. class we have oh. is William. He's the grown up. That he's got long but, uh, pants, a I, job. I want him to announce me at Dawson Street. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but let me tell you, William, William's been in radio for over thirty years. That he's was amazing. If I had the money, I would have him announce me like coming down the stairs in the morning. Like my wife would be at the table and he'd be like coming to the table. But let's let's <laughs> walking behind you. Walking behind yeah, you. He's now getting on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's say hello to our listeners in Hudson Valley, New York. It's Monday for you guys between 1 and 2. Uh, Tom, what other what kind of barbecue tips would you give the uh, the people outside of the tri-state area? Just hey, I'm at home. It, you know, we got something coming up, an occasion I would like to do something different. Uh, what are the tips for a beginner? Yeah, like what kind of smoking wood should should be? Yeah, like, like what I would you give to, would a, do, to a first time? And, and I hate to say it this way, but really one of the things you want to do, um, and I think most foodies will do it or people that are interested is, you know, we have so, so much information out there. Yes. Go on YouTube. Go on any of these, you know, social media pages and search <laughs> around and and you're going to be amazed. <laughs> uh, you come come to phillyblindpig.com. Yeah. Uh, send me an email. I mean, I'll tell you, but it's really do a little research uh, so you're not just running blind. You have to start somewhere. And then don't be afraid to just take the step and do it. What about uh, Thanksgiving? I mean, uh, we don't the, the uh, podcast has no time frame, but we are near Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, what would you recommend? Do you have a dish that you like to prepare? I, for uh, with my family, I'm very traditional with Thanksgiving. I mean, we do the stuff turkey and about 200 sides nice so it's just like you know your your potatoes and your casserole you know those sides is a beef I, rib I, that I, breaks the table i do not i do not there Fred is Flintstone. no barbecue 
in I don't even smoke turkeys. I do for people that want them. I'll right. do some. I'm doing a few this year. But um, I I'm very traditional with coming out of the oven. You know, the family are all there. My parents, everybody. I mean that that's what I love. I don't play games that again. It, it's you know cultural thing. You grow up, and that's what we do. Sure, but. The day after day or the after. week after when we start, that that's the time People to really play with your food. I call it Blackout Friday. <laughs> right. Raisins oh. in the stuffing or no? Be, oh, no. God, no. 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 I, if you well, like I it, go ahead. Please. I mean, if you like it, but I, I don't know. What I, I prefer in stuffing is cubed pork roll. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I like sausage in it. Like sausage in the, the stuffing. Sausage. I like my fork. I have to ask you this because that is almost the best piece of meat I've ever had. How do you do the... The uh, ducking Turducken. or the turd. Correct. Turkin. All right. All right. See, <laughs> did you say turd? And I've heard people that have come at me about this and didn't like Turkin. what I do. A turducken, look it up, people. It's crazy. It is <laughs> It is a deboned turkey with a stuffing that gets put in there, which can vary. And then you have a deboned duck jammed in there, skin and all. Right. And then another stuffing. Here's my, here's my question about it. Did, did John Madden create that or did he just make it popular? John Madden just liked extra legs on it. <laughs> but it's, it's an it's a weird thing. It, it, it's it's a cool thing. People want this, so I wanted to present it in a way that anybody can have it, and they're not afraid of the skin on there. It and is some so weird delicious. Things. And and I actually use ground beef, or ground turkey, ground chicken, and I make a duck confit, which you didn't get, yeah. which is in the duck layer. Nice. And I try to put that bayou feel, which again you didn't get. I do an undoy sausage. And shrimp wow. in the center of, of the realtor ducking that I do. Nice, and um, it just gives you all the flavors and all the everything you're going to get from that. Turf. From you know that thing, yeah. It's just it's just a lot of fun. All right, Jim Hassan is our resident chef. He is the grill master right. at Grubhouse Philly inside the Bourse Building. He is the guy cooking your food. He's also at uh, Royal Boucherie, and he also cooks for Moondog Grill inside the Morristown Mall. Uh, Jim, do you How have you any? get stuck with you that? You do that job? all at once. I, I, uh, and I, when I'm home, I make microwave popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jim, do you have any questions, uh, chef to chef, for uh, uh, All right, let's get Tom Barrett. I am no chef. Well, <laughs> I think that actually would help me with some of my inventions because I'm not so, you know, well, this is supposed to go together. And I'll try things, right? And that's that's really an interesting thing because I, I don't am, am I a chef? I mean, I, I I never went to culinary school. I mean, I I, I learned it at home. I, I I've said this many times before. My both of my parents worked, so I would come home from school, and then there would be a note on the, the the refrigerator what I was supposed to cook that day, and that's how I got into cooking. So, I mean, I think. There is no such thing as I'm a chef. I'm not right, a chef. Right. I mean, yeah, things. Well, like I that. think it also depends on who you ask, right? If I'm eating your food, and someone says, "Is Jim a chef?" I say yes. <laughs> when Nicholas <laughs> Elmy says, he goes, "No, that's the guy that opens my oysters at right. the bar." Don't be <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I think it depends on the level well, of the what, person what you're asking the question. What question do you have for well, you, uh, Tom Barrett? And I'll ask him first. Sure. I mean, you still have a passion, like when you cook. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You want the best thing to go out there. Oh I mean, yeah, it's like because you got a oh, lot definitely. of places now. Like I always, I always bring it to a burger. I mean, a burger is really not a super difficult thing to do, and so many places make a bad burger. Oh my yes. god! And it's just take your time and care about what you're doing, and you're gonna have a can, great. Can burger. I bash someone? Because I love it. You just set me up for a bash. No, All right, this show, this show is paid for by my book at Barnes and Noble, so you we don't book? care about negatives. Uh, we don't uh, care about uh, negatives. Bash them. I went to Lacroix. Inside the Rittenhouse Square. 
inside the Rittenhouse Hotel. This is David taking on Goliath and over here. I, Yikes. I ordered a burger for my blog. away from the table. I ordered a burger for my blog just because I wanted to blog about lunchtime burgers because you can go to a fine dining spot, pay 25 and experience the same thing at 25 than 150 You know what I mean? And some of them had burgers. I went to uh, I went to there at La Croix, and I returned the burger four times. <laughs> Yes, you heard me. I had to return it four times. Well, I guess after the second time, it had fast, special sauce Fast on it. forward two years. Fast forward two years. I'm working at the hotel, working with someone up front, and I'm telling this story. And the person I was working with said, I used to work there. Everybody returns the burger. <laughs> what the hell? That, but that, let me, that's let me amazing. Just, let me just say so they don't. They have the most amazing $95 brunch. I've had they that just brunch can't before. Just don't burger. do the burger. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, you set me up for that. Uh, Tom Barra is our guest. Uh, Philly Blind Pig, right? Dot com. That's it. And uh, you can find out he'll be at Dawson Street Pub, 100 Dawson Street in Roxborough, November 23rd and 24th at 1 o'clock. In closing, what other barbecue tips would you give our listeners? First of all, I, you asked me okay. a question. Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. Where, where did, how, how did Blind Pig, like, how did the name Blind yes. Pig, is there, is there like, a, a thing behind that name? Uh, it is. I, well, I, well, I like to drink, so there's some history behind <laughs> it. Well, you know, well, I was a home brewer for years, man. I love bourbon nice. and, and things like that. And, and Blind Pig was one of the, you know, underground drinking establishments during Prohibition. Nice. So you have Blind Tiger, Blind Pig, and, and Speakeasies. And, I never knew that. And it just works. Well, one of the biggest blues record labels is Blind Pig Records. So there are other blind pigs around, and they kind of use, you know, go off of that same thing. It's uh, it's one of the, you know, drinking establishments during, you know, probe. There's a lot of stories behind why they call it that. Sometimes they say that people will come in, and the sign will say, see the animals, see the pig, pay for the pig, <laughs> and they get alcohol. But there's, a, you know, I don't know where it really stemmed from. That's uh, what it is. That's, so. a neat, that's a neat story. And I'm Philly Blind Pig only because, well, I'm from Philly. Right. Somebody else had the name when I went into competition barbecue with that name, what? but never competed. So they I had to add to it, and I just keep it the same because I've been doing it for years. See, they should have had them it. cook off against each other, and the winner got the name. That's the name. right. And the loser was laughed at publicly on the show. <laughs> no, <it's> the- <laughs> I, but if you want to try award-winning barbecue, you go down to Dawson Street Pub, 100 Dawson Street, Roxborough, November 23rd and 24th. To our listeners outside of the tri-state area, we hope you enjoyed today's show. We gave you a lot of uh, cooking tips and recipes. I want One to... thing I want to say to those people real quick, too, outside our immediate yeah, area. Sure. The things that we talk about here, specifics might not apply. Generalities do apply, though. If we're talking this week about barbecue, I don't care where you are. Go find the best barbecue That's right. near you, not from some food factory, not from some Mega Mart or other huge company. Find a guy or now a girl that knows what they're doing, puts in the time to learn the business, and you know what I mean? And, and if, there, worth- if there isn't one near you, let Tom know. And he'll roll in. barbecue so in like two, a 20-mile yeah. radius, let, me, let us know. Well, I just want to also mention some of the best food that I had in barbecue, even in Philadelphia, is still the guys that are pretty much illegally setting up on the, you know, yeah. the, Those uh, one of my favorites, I hate to say it, but if people ever drive by 33rd and Ridge, <laughs> there's a guy who sits out there, and him and his wife will give you the best 
grilled, really, chicken. <laughs> and and the, the potato salad's just the most incredible. They keep the yolks in with the egg they put in there, yeah. like the hard-boiled egg, so it's yellow. Wow. But it's, it's fantastic. But they don't have a, a shop. They don't have a truck. And they care about what they're doing yeah, and, and are appreciative of your business. But some of those small places have the best yeah, food Yeah, 69th Street, when I worked oh. at the uh, Pathmark, they had the jerk chicken there. Oh, man. Yeah, so, and it's just you just go up, and they're, they're, they love to serve you, and they're trying to make some money. And, I mean, <laughs> And so the lesson learned today is to look around. Find a guy like Tom, you know, yeah. in your neighborhood. Not look around. you got to use your nose. You've got to sniff around. Where you are. You know, well, there are people in parts of the country that are like, there's no barbecue anywhere. Right. Yeah, there is. I yeah. have friends out in Salt Lake City. I can't find barbecue. You just got to yeah, look. You, you just got to look. You have to look. There's always a guy like Tom making amazing barbecue somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. Exactly. All right, everyone. We want to tell you to have a great week. Join Stay us. hungry, everybody. For more details and information on what's happening in and around Philly, check out Philly Bite Magazine online at phillybite.com. Or tune in to Dying on a Dime on the My Philly Dish Hour, Tuesdays through Fridays at 11 a.m. right here on IndyPhilly.com.